Welcome to the Business, Wealth and Mindset Podcast. Your space for real motivational interviews and cutting-edge business content to inspire your positive mental attitude. And now, your host, Alex Sopala. So, emotional mastery. What's emotional mastery? I think I just um, begin by just introducing this quote from Warren Buffett. He says, you will continue to suffer if you have an emotional reaction to everything that is said to you. So true power is sitting back and observing things with logic. True power is restraint. If And this is the important part for me. If words control you, that means everyone else can control you. So breathe and allow to pass. So when we talk about emotional mastery i think the first thing to note is that for us as humans we are like multi-dimensional beings so if you look at us as a a corporate structure you're talking about the body which is like the workforce the mind the directors and the heart which is the energy and the soul is like the ceo now, um, emotional mastery sits within the seat of physical life, which is the emotions that's in the heart, and that's the the energy, which sort of um, you know is 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 the the heartbeat in a way of, of everything, and that's the part that we sort of are looking into when we talk about emotional mastery. So, uh, first thing is, I think, just to make the distinction between you know, feelings and emotions, because sometimes this tends to be sort of used interchangeably. So emotions, essentially, they arise from our body's responses to external stimuli. So if you take an example that you're in a uh, a new place or unfamiliar place and you feel emotions such as curiosity and fear uh, because of the environment, the external environment that you're in, and they are typically coded in genes and they are, tend to be universal. So across the globe, whether people are in Asia or in you know, South America or Africa, we all um, have emotions of some sort. So they manifest in the conscious and the subconscious mind as well. And you see when you look at feelings, which uh, essentially are, are get manifested in the, in the conscious mind only, but they can also be hidden so it starts, the, the emotions are the ones which start off the feelings. So the feelings come after the, the emotion in, in a way. So they are actually emotions are irrational and illogical because they are actually carried out by the limbic system, which is separate for them from the neocortex because when it comes to emotions, there's no reasoning or conscious thought or decision-making impact around it because they are just there which is why sometimes you can you know people can have emotions that they are not aware of and also uh sometimes they, they can you can see some people you know demonstrating some some emotions for which they don't make sense and and for for you, for you if you don't understand them you think you know the people are weird or strange or something because there's no irrationality to it because of where they are actually carried whereby in the neocortex everything is about logic you know this makes sense and that makes sense 
So that's uh, the, the part of the of the emotions. Now, if you look at uh, feelings, they tend to be just the mental associations and reactions to you. Men influenced by personal experience, and uh, they are experienced consciously only, and you can actually hide your feelings, you know, whereby it's difficult. I think, you know, you, you know probably, as an example, you know, people as young kids, maybe in primary school or something, you know, you you have an emotion of love, let's say, towards whether it's a boy or someone in school and you're trying to hide the fact that you like this this boy or this girl, you know. Sometimes you get caught, you know, looking and you try to hide, you know. So feelings can be hidden, but emotions, it's very difficult to do so. So here's just uh, an example of uh, some emotions and their associated feelings. So when, uh, for example, you're feeling the emotion of sadness, you know, that can be manifested in the feelings of, you know, loneliness or guilt or feeling small. Um, if you have the emotions of love, you know, that can manifest in, in itself in in gratitude or being humble or tolerant or satisfied. Whereas anger, you know, the emotion of anger, you can manifest that in being, you know, intolerant or resentful, dissatisfied or stingy or something like that. So again, in peace, you can be stable, productive and calm. So that's the association between your emotions and feelings. So in the context that uh, everything out there is actually energy, you know, when you look at your thoughts and your feelings, it's all energy driven because the thoughts are energy in motion. That's why it's E-motion, it's energy in motion. So for those who, you know, you would have started or understand physics, you know, when uh, something is in motion, it continues to gather momentum until something actually stops it somewhere. And as well, energy cannot be, you know, destroyed or, or changed. It just changes form from one to the other. Yeah. So if you're using an, your energy, because energy can also be positive and negative. So wherever you're using it, it means it's not available for use in other things. So if you're spending your time in envy and anger, whatever, it means you are, you're directing the energy in those areas, then that energy is not available to be used for love or, or you know, empathy or peace or something else. So that's one of the key things to, to understand when it comes to mastering emotions, that you, wherever you focus and you direct your energy, that energy is not available to use somewhere else. So people who are like bitter and angry, if they don't check themselves, they just carry on being that until something breaks, until you actually can direct your energy in a different way. So um, the link between emotions and epigenetics, and this is very important because, you know, the emotions, they can manifest themselves in the hormones. So there's a link between your emotions and the chemical makeup of the body. So when you're happy, if you look at these happy hormones, like your dopamine, oxytocin, endorphins, and serotonin, depending on your emotions, you can trigger 
these chemical reactions in your body. So this is where even when you look at depression, for example, they treat depression with uh, chemicals because they are trying to increase these levels because your body is not creating this because your emotions are not there to actually create this. So uh, if you're happy, you will know you will have high levels of the dopamine or oxytocin or all these kind of happy hormones. And uh, uh, that those emotions will trigger this, which will, will obviously chemical makeup. So it's actually an interesting revelation because it essentially means that we can actually uh, determine the health or the makeup of our bodies just by our emotions. So if I was feeling angry and I'm having all these bad chemical hormones in my body, if I just shift my focus to being happy, I can actually physically and chemically change the makeup of my, of, of my body. So that awareness is quite key. Yeah, so so when you develop the the emotion, it triggers that increase in your oxytocin levels. Yeah, so you you fall in love. Let's say you know you see uh, like a, a boy or a man that you like, and you know all of a sudden it's ooh, you know it, it's at that moment the brain triggers those happy hormones. So that's that's when you the change in the chemical. Uh, makeup happens and then you'll find that if you focus and continue to be in that space then you're increasing those levels and you can actually carry on so in the same way that we say your energy will continue to gather momentum until something happens and stops it so maybe let's say you know that boy sort of goes away and you know you you no longer can't see him you know gradually you will stop having that emotion or it will recede and then the chemical makeup will change in in the same way as well uh, in the sense that uh, it will sort of uh, disappear uh, in, in, in a similar fashion so that that's how uh, it, it happens so in the same way like when when you're angry or whatever you trigger those hormones but if you can shift your focus then that changes changes that as well so that that that's how you sort of you can manipulate because the brain uh, or the, the the subconscious doesn't actually distinguish between what's real and what's not, which means you can manipulate it in any way, shape, or form. If you just literally change your focus, you're, you're thinking one thing, change it and trigger different emotion you will automatically trigger that change in your body. That's why you know people who treat sort of uh, depression and other uh, sort of mind uh, through mind control. They can actually heal people with depression just by changing their uh, mental attitude in a way to actually think of uh, happy things in a way. Because when they do that, they trigger those uh, uh, chemical balances in their body without needing medication. Because the medication is there, it's giving you the dopamine or oxytocin because your body is not creating itself, because your emotions are not in the right place. Depression will, will be in the fact that you're not creating those, you're creating negative um, chemical reactions, directing your energy there. It's gathering momentum to an extent that it has to hit something to break, and it breaks in the form of depression, and then people break uh, because you know that momentum, the law, just like in the law of physics, will carry on until 
something really breaks. So because so, emotion. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Are you saying that our we can if we are feeling depressed, we can change our focus or our mind or heal ourselves and start feeling happy for no apparent reason? Absolutely, because the, the the body, as us human beings, we are we are perfect human beings. There's absolutely nothing missing in us as people. Yeah, we can can shake ourselves in any particular way, shape, and form. But if you if you understand emotions and feelings, the control is the external stimuli that we are in. So the difficulty comes if you are in a situation or an, or an environment, whether it's a workplace or whatever, where constantly the people or the environment is hostile and is toxic and it's hungry. It's going to feed into you if you're in that environment to the extent that, you know, if, you're, if you've got this depression, it's just going to carry on and gather momentum. If you take yourself from that situation, that environment into a happy environment, you'll find that you will actually trigger and that happiness will rub on you as well and you can change your state, uh, you know, simply by doing that. It's the same, uh, you know, when you, when you talk about, that's why they say, what, the, the poor are getting poorer or the richer getting richer because of the situations that you're in. If you're associating yourself with rich people and happy thing, or you know your mind is just tuned into whether it's these fancy houses or nice cars or whatever it is, and if you carry on into that, it triggers those emotions and things because it's all about the physical states and your environment as well. So yeah, to, to answer your question, you're absolutely right. You can literally shift your mood. And you guys would have noticed this as well, sometimes that whether some person or someone comes around and you are in a funny, angry or depressed mood, but then all of a sudden something has changed because someone has turned up and, oh, actually, you know, the mood has changed and everything is hunky-dory. Have, have we experienced that as people, anyone? Does, does that make sense? Yes. Uh, yeah, it does, yes. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's, that's it. Happy or sad. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that's essentially what happens, you know. And uh, because emotions are states, they can be measured by the physical factors as well, such as facial expressions, body language, blood flow. And uh, if you take the emotion of fear, for instance, if, if you, you know, it's a response to imminent danger, you can you can notice physical reactions such as you know it could be shortness of breath or resting heart or tightening of the muscle, like all of a sudden if a, a lion you know comes up and you feel threatened in a way, that emotion of fear will trigger that physical reaction you know whether it's you know or adrenaline or something gets triggered, chemical reaction and then you've you know, whether you run or, or something happens. So that, that is the connection. So the awareness that our emotional states will affect our chemical makeup, which will in the end affect our health, is important. Because once you understand that, you can start to play around with emotions because that awareness, because like I say, the brain doesn't distinguish what's real, what's not. If you just change your thinking, 
make yourself happy, listening to something happy, the brain will just pick up, your subconscious will just pick up and trigger the relevant emotion to trigger and change the chemical makeup in your body as well. Does that make sense, yeah? <laughs> no? Yes? Yes, no? it does. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, you, you can also, essentially, the, the emotions and feelings are actually a guide to us that something is, is either right or, or not correct. So um, it's, you know, when, when you're feeling, let's say you've been working like really, really hard in an environment where everything is, is, is quite maybe intense and something else happens, and you have these uh, uh, stress that has built up, it can manifest itself into whether it's boils or some things developing that can actually trigger that. It's a sign, it's a, it's a, it's a feedback to tell you that you know, something is not right, something is incorrect, you need to change something. So we, we need to see you know, emotions and feelings as, as, as a guide in that sense that you know, something needs to, to change because there's something incorrect. So when it comes to the master of emotions as well, it's important to actually feel the feeling but not so become it. I, I always and I give an example of this lady who uh, was sus suspecting the, the husband of cheating. So she's getting so paranoid about it and like is cheating, is cheating. So she was getting consumed by this emotion of, of anger. So one day she actually followed him to, to the pub where where he was drinking and, you know, went into there and saw him dancing and doing stuff with other girls. So in, in that moment, it was like clear that, you know, something was going on. And she just got so consumed, she went there and started hitting him, hitting the other guy, and then took the bat to the car and smashed the car and everything. So in the end, obviously, she got arrested and got to jail and all of that things because she let the emotion consume her to build that energy and momentum to distraction, you know. So it's important to feel the feeling, but don't become it. Work through it, but not be consumed or paralyzed by it. You have to express, but not suppress it. Again, there was um, this lady. She was uh, in South Africa, actually. She was about to go on, um, on a TV interview. Uh, to be interviewed on television, but she had had, you know, some bad things and emotions happen in her family and things. So she was so consumed by this so that she was very agitated before she went on the TV and she was so worried about how she was going to appear and turn up and all those. So just 30 minutes before the interview, she thought, you know, what, what what can I do? And she did understand about emotional mastery. So she just said, let me just let it out. So 15 minutes, she took 15 minutes to say, I'll just let it out. So in that moment, she started really sobbing her, her heart out, you know, going on the bed and, you know, hitting the bed and crying and just let the tears flow, you know, for about 15, 20 minutes. And then just before she went, she was about to go on the TV, just got up, uh, you know, prepared herself, put her makeup and went there. And she recorded how, 
how liberated and open she was because she had let that energy, negative energy, just go, express it, not suppress it in her so that it actually weighed her down. But she was able to actually release it and let it go. So then it will go on for three hours if we have to do it that way. Then. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But but once you actually get to express it and not suppress it, that's that's where you feel good because you're releasing that negative energy to make space for the positive energy and the good feeling because it gives you that sense that okay, I have managed to feel it, not become it. I'm working through it rather than actually. Uh, getting to be uh, subdued by it and let it, you know, ignore it or or or, or not not get to actually express it. And this is it's also describing the power of of now. This uh, Eckhart Tolle uh, he talks he recalls about on September 11th he was about to give an interview to a TV station, and uh, obviously the you know in the morning the the attacks happened and the TV station called him and said oh, well you know we'll have to postpone the interview, and he asked them why and he, he, they they were a bit surprised say you haven't you seen you know that what's happening in in the world he said no I've seen the planes and seen what's happening but I couldn't think or I can't think of any better time to talk about the now and what's happening. You know, those people who are experiencing the loss or the shock of what has happened, uh, we need to talk about it so we can we can express it and feel it, you know, in the power of the now. And, uh, you know, the, the TV people are actually quite surprised. They, they brought him on and it turned out to be one of the best sort of TV interviews to actually walk people through the grief and the anger and everything that they were actually feeling to not suppress it but leave it in the moment express the power of the now so that you can actually get to to feel better and manifest the understanding of what is actually happening you know so the next section when it comes to mastering emotion is this living on the hub of the wheel i mean this can be quite relevant so it goes <clears throat> it goes like this so you wake up in the morning you know all happy singing and dancing you know everything is good hallelujah hallelujah and then <clears throat> all of a sudden maybe you receive a bill and you have to pay something oh my goodness uh, now I have to, you know, spend money and all those kind of things. And then you get, you hear a story about your work. Maybe something horrible happened and you may lose the job. And it's like, oh, this is terrible. My life is done. It's complete. And all of that, and something happens here and you're crying and all of those kind of things later on. Oh, it's all good. Maybe you're meeting a loved one. Or, oh, that's very good and nice. And you're happy and all of that. And then something happens. It's all you know, crying and everything else. So you are just being moved around the edge of the wheel with emotions. One minute you're experiencing this emotion and you're expressing it, you're crying and it's anger. The next minute is this emotion and all all of that. But when you are actually living on the hub of the wheel, you are just looking up and you can see everything that is going around without actually being taken and moved around by it. So whereby it's okay to cry, you are actually understanding the reason of letting the emotions work through you, not suppress but express, but actually in the awareness that you are on the hub and not 
on the edge, just being moved around and around. Every emotion takes you into whether it's uh, crying or laughing or whatever it is. So all the time you're just experiencing these intense emotions from one to the other. So it's best to actually live on the wheel rather than uh, to, to, to live on the hub of the wheel rather than on the edge of each and every emotion. So when it comes to managing emotions, what are some of the things that actually can help to manage emotions? Meditation is brilliant. I imagine most of you would have tried meditation in one form or another because it's a form of, uh, you know, calming oneself to actually appreciate uh, the stillness you know, of life and actually calm that energy so that you can balance yourself. Talking about them, you know, like you guys doing this in the in the group, you know, when you share, you know, they say sharing is caring, you know, because you're translating that energy, you know, maybe people, other people can give you a different perspective that you actually didn't see. And they can bring bring that po those positive vibes as well that can help you to shift emotions. Then in, in that way, shifting the balance of your chemical makeup as well and help you through that. Shifting focus, physical exercise, that's a, a brilliant way as well, physical exercise, because it does help you with the chemical balance as well to actually burn off some of the chemicals, some of the things, you know, to let in new energy that can actually help you to focus as well. Investing in self-care, uh, looking after self, tribe and support system, like, you know, my Elite Age Academy, you know, we are mindset driven we understand balance how you should be you know balanced because it's not all about just the positive news just perceiving ourselves as being uh of a particular level because every time you are only in the sort of um love or or kind of emotion whereby people are just elevating you you can feel complacent and the only way it can be down if you're in this only hate uh, area or zone of anger, you can break. So it's all about to be the most useful to society. We have to be balanced. So it's all about balance, you know, not experiencing just being one-sided, but appreciating both sides so that you can function properly because you appreciate everything. Because that's how the world is. The world is not one side or the other. But the people who thrive are the ones who can appreciate that in its fullness. They appreciate the positive side, the negative side for what it is. Be aware and in the zone of how to handle it and in exist in a balanced zone in the in the end. So um don't miss the present. If we are not fully ourselves, truly in the present moment, we miss everything. Because as human beings, sometimes we tend to shift uh, between the past. You know, we get worried about, you know, our past, whether, you know, things that, you know, went wrong, whether deals that, you know, went sour and, you know, we are worried how or, or you know, 
we've lost time or things have happened that are constantly consuming us because it, that's in the past. And then we worry about the future. What's going to happen in the future? Oh, I'm going to take take you know care of myself or kids or do this and all of those kind of things to the extent that we miss the present, which is the gift. That's why it's called the the present. Yeah. So don't miss the sun today worrying about the rain coming tomorrow because it's all about the journey, you know, embrace the journey. Even if you had a, a big adventure, let's say you want to go and climb a mountain like Sapito or Mulanjo or something like that. There is a lot of stuff that happen in between, you know, the preparation, you know, the buying your key gear and, you know, training or whatever it is. That's part of the journey. You know, enjoy those moments as well, because if it happens that, you know, on the day that you actually need to go there and you something happens and you can't go. The whole experience hasn't been lost because there have been moments which have been happening to lead you up to it. The actual end of getting onto the top of the mountain is actually almost the the small part because if the goal was to get on the mountain, you could have just you know taken a helicopter and just drop you on the mountain and you're there. But what is actually happening is the whole experience, whether it's the friends, the preparation, the getting there and all of that. So be in the present, in the moment and enjoy that rather than miss it because it's a particular goal you're going towards because the goal is just part of it, but the big part is actually the journey as well. So that's quite important to remember as well. And uh, so the um, and that is, you know brings us beautifully to this ultimate freedom because when we talk about taking things personally, that's the ultimate power. If people can say words to you, can say things to you, can say hurtful things to you, and you just see them for what they are, and you don't controlled by them, that's where the power is because you you you've got you've got the power because you can see it because in most cases. It's not so much about you, it's about them. Because uh, yeah. hate or, or negative comments come from four things, yeah? The first is where people actually hurt themselves and they have like a low self-esteem, yeah? Because the universe is like a mirror. It will give you back what you give to the universe. Those people who have a low self-esteem and they don't feel good about themselves, they try and take others down with them. You know, so they will say all yeah. these negative comments and all those kind of things because they want to bring you to their level. They don't yeah. like to see you doing well and doing all these kind of things because they feel left behind. So it's not actually about you. It's about them. So when you actually understand it for that, what it is, then you don't get moved. If people are saying, oh, you know, Anna is this or Jillian is that or whatever, you appreciate it. And the, the actual best way that we can actually change the world is, is not to actually fight or do head uh, for things with head, but change how we see head and negative comments and actually how we actually deal with it. Because if you if you deal with it with love, that's the best way. Because and you can even affect change in other people by actually emitting love to them, whatever they do. Because the other second part where people will actually demonstrate this is when they've failed where you are winning, 
or they envy what you have. Yeah, because they have that jealousy or envy because you are in a particular place. So again, it's about them. We don't have to change the people hating. The world changes when we change. So how we see hate and how we deal with it. But yeah, that thing, if people are, are failing where you are doing well and they envy you know, your position, sometimes they can say hate for things or whatever because they, 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 they want to bring you down. And the, the third way is that people will feel inferior or superiority complex, yeah? So again, they want to bring it up. Or sometimes they perceive themselves to be um, below you, they, or they see you as below, so they want to demean you or push you down because they essentially see you as, uh, you know, being subhuman or something. But it, when you personalize people or yourself, you put yourself higher, the only way is down. And if you you are down and you're seeing people lower than you, then you know you get all these helpful things. So the best place to be is to see everyone as equal. Yeah, even the people who are doing helpful things or whatever, see them as equal. Emit love because sometimes people will do that because you're triggering something in them. Maybe something from their past, something from their history. Maybe they've lost something, whether it's a, in business sense, like it's a deal or a job, they lost something. So when they see you flying and flying, it triggers something in them, which is like, you know, if only I didn't lose that, I didn't do that, or that didn't happen to me. So it's because of something that you're doing. So again, all of this, it's not about you, it's about them. So if you can take time to actually understand, because the, the, the three ways you can deal with these kind of things is either ignore, engage, or empathize. When you empathize, it's like you're killing them with kindness. You have the empathy and you sympathize with their situation because you can look deep into what is it that maybe is happening to them for them to be this way. And when you actually show them that love, that empathy, you know, that is the actual thing that can help them to actually change as well. So you can effect change by. Uh, you know, the, the, the change you want to see the world, be it by handling those kind of things with love. And uh, in here, I also say about control and no control, because the things that you cannot control, it's no use sort of wasting energy on them. I see people like here in the UK at the moment, there was like the fuel crisis and fuel prices going up and up and all of that. Those kind of things, even in Malawi, where, you know, fuel prices and things are going up, we can cry about it all day long, you know, whether it strikes or whatever, da, da, da. but does, that, does it actually change anything? It doesn't. The prices still go up, everything still goes wild. It doesn't. Yeah. It, it doesn't change at all. So why was the energy? Because remember, the energy you are using to worry and do all these things is no longer available for you to use in a creative way to do and make other things. So forget about those things. What you can control, for example, is you know fewer prices or things are going up. You can raise up your creative genius in entrepreneurship and make a business or whatever that's making you money. So now you can actually afford to pay for those things and more. You know, those you can't control, you are now focusing your things on the ones that you can control. 
that's the key to look at this. If you just look, you know, worry about things outside of your control, it's a complete waste of your energy because raise your creative genius. Maybe you make a business. Fuel prices are going up a hundred. You know, you, your creative genius, you strike a deal, you make a business plan, you make a business and it's earning you a thousand. By directing energies in there, you are up a thousand, fuel prices are up a hundred, you're actually 900 up in the game. Yeah. That's the way to look at it. Yeah. So anything you can't control, that's why they say, even when you look at things that you want in your life, it's not so much they are expensive or I can't do this. It's more, how can I rise above that in order to achieve it? So if a, if a pair of shoes is, you know, 500,000 quaches or something, it's not, oh, it's expensive, but how can I make 500,000 pounds in order to be able to afford this, this shoe? Then your subconscious and your creative genius will find you the path of least resistance to actually get you that because everything is instructions to your mind, to your instruction. So what messages are you giving your instructions for it to go out and get for you? So it's important to actually check ourselves, control our minds, control our actions, then we can control our life. <clears throat> Since we stick to time, I wanted us uh, to open the forum for questions. If we have any questions mm -hmm. which we wanted to. Yes, yeah. we have like 15 minutes. So absolutely, absolutely. So each yeah. one of us, if we can be given one question, then you wrap it up at the end. Yeah, we are actually already on the Q and A section. So finish with the Warren Buffett. If you cannot control your emotions, you cannot control your money. So yeah, let's discuss. What do you guys think? What are our experiences of? emotions, the things we struggle with, whether it makes sense, no sense. So there's people who rub us up the wrong way and we can't resist and we have to, you know, fight. I can't let her do that. I fight fire with fire. <laughs> All those kind of things. What do you guys think? What are your experiences? <clears throat> That's where we, we talk about it engage or empathize, yeah? Because those are the things that are in your control. You can't control people behaving in a particular way to you, but you're absolutely right. You can control your reaction to them. And sometimes you can get surprised. Even the people that you, they are your boss or you pedestalize them or something. If you engage them in an empathetic form, try to understand why are they behaving that way? Maybe something at home is not right. Maybe they have disputes with the wife or the <laughs> you know, relationship or wife is not going really well or something has happened and then they... they, they... Or they are just nasty people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it, uh, in yeah, whatever, just nasty people. I one, one last, one last example from me is someone who she she was close, and in some cases she would just get nasty. Mm. Um, I used to say to Pam, "Hey, the way this this lady behaves sometimes, I don't understand." And mm. uh, Pam said, "It's because you have an age difference, and mm. uh, you." seem to be at the same level but in her mind you shouldn't be yeah uh, you should be lower than her so mm. you you are friends but you are competing yeah and you don't know you are a competitor and a friend at the same time <laughs> yeah 
Mm. Yeah. So you see, it's not about you, it's about them. Oh yeah, and ever since our friendship has just improved because I choose what to react to and what not to react to. Yes, you 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 um deal with it by giving love. That's it. Because yeah. that's how you can affect change. Because they get surprised. They are fighting, fighting, but you are just emitting love. You smile with every situation. So they start to learn, oh, actually, maybe that's the way to go. But if you if you flame it with fire as well, that's where everything just burns and burns, isn't it? So yeah, it's a great way to master our emotions, observe things, especially try and understand, engage and empathize. That's where we actually grow as well, because it can improve our mental state, because we don't take it personally, we just see it for what it is and try to give love with everything. So yeah, great share there. Thank you. Anyone else? I haven't got any questions, but I think um, <clears throat> I've, I've learned a lot. For me, mm. I think most of the times I just take myself away from the situation. Mm. If it triggers me, I don't yeah. need it in my life. I have to yeah. weigh, you know, do I really need it? Do I have to do something about it? If not, I take myself away from the situation. Sure. Yeah. Um, so mm. I don't know. Maybe next time I'm in a situation like that, I'll see if I can react with love and see what I get back. Yeah, absolutely. I think the next step is to maybe take a moment to just empathize and think why, yeah. what could be happening in their life that is triggering them to do that. Because if you can get to the bottom of that, sometimes their reaction can make sense. Like I say, maybe there's a problem in their relationship or something happened or they lost money on a deal or whatever. Once you understand, then it's, it's like an aha moment. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. That's why they're reacting that way. Then you, you again, you sympathize. Hey, for me, I think, I, think I, I just get too exhausted. I think I find it too much work to find mm. out what they're on about and what's their story and why are they in this place. I just think mm. <laughs> it's too much it's too much energy i have a lot to deal with as a human being so to have yeah. to, drink, to deal with someone else's drama and situations and whatnot i think i i just can't process yeah. it well unless that person really means a lot to me personally but if it is somebody who i can do without i think i follow the irene's route of just knowing yeah. that ah. mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And shift your focus. So not just withdrawing, but shift your focus to something positive. Because sometimes when you withdraw and you have nothing else to occupy your mind, you're always drawn back to it. But why? But why? Da, da, da. So completely take yourself to a new environment. Maybe speak to someone, listen to new music or something that actually shifts your focus completely. Otherwise, it can be tricky to actually take it off completely. But yeah, that, that that's that's great. I think when when we talk about in, engaging it, it's more like um, you know in in big business because, like you say, everything is is, is balanced. Sometimes, like on, on social media, when you create these 
commotion of, uh, you know, someone else says something and then there is, oh, somebody else says something and it's creating a debate and all of that. In business and social media things, it can drive up your traffic and your social growth and all those kind of things. So, but once you understand that, you can use it for those purposes. But that's like taking it into the the levels whereby, you know, it's improving your mental state. You're understanding what it is. You're not taking it personally. You're using it for growth and you're understanding it in that, in that way because, you know, you're in such a strong, you know, uh, state of mind that nothing triggers you, you know, just like me. There's nothing anyone can say. Whether it's racism or whatever it is, it's just, okay, <laughs> that's what it is. Where do we go from here? What's happening? And all those kind of things. But so it's that those levels of mastery. You know, we start off, we ignore, we can engage, and then we empathize. But everything is growth, yeah? We are growing in our mastery and understanding of ourselves because it's, it's the steps. Before we got triggered, next we just ignore. Next level, we are growing and, ah, actually, it's not about me. It's about them. And then we move forward like that. Okay. Yeah. I think also for me, it's just, um, I don't have a question, but just to say I appreciate it, especially when we talk about focusing your energy. If you realize you're spending your energy on this negative emotion that is training you, mm. you just shift it to something that will actually uh, we produce those happy hormones and elevate yeah. your whole state of being. So mm. yeah, I think I, I I'll be more conscious of is this training me? Can I just move on to something? Can I put on music or whatever yeah. to elevate my state mm. of emotions? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think I think if 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 uh, if all of us take if, if one thing from today is that. It's it's not about you. It's not about us. It's something in them. If you can always remember that, always take that on board, then it's easier to to digest everything else, to shift our focus. So anything anyone says, da, 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 whether it's like here, racism or, or something bad or whatever, all I, I say is it's not about me. <laughs> what is it that's happening in their world? You know, I don't have time to investigate, but there is something. So it's not about me at all. I can't control it. I control my reaction. So yeah, that's a, that's a great takeaway. Okay, I think we are about to wrap it up. We try to stick mm. to the time because people are busy. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Alex, for honoring the invite and um, giving us food for thought. Um, this is good. As women, we well, as me. Mm-hmm. I do struggle about emotions and stuff like that. Sometimes I don't get them. But um, it's a start mm-hmm. to say, okay, first of all, I'll look at ignoring mm-hmm. it. I don't need it in my life. Then maybe I go to a certain second stage and work through it until I'm able to master it. I mean, it all starts with one step forward until mm-hmm. you get better. Uh, I would like you to give us the slides so that those who were not able to make it Oh, we want to follow because we were not able to follow everything, maybe because we, some of us are using our phones to be online. So that mm-hmm. would be helpful. And uh, yeah. yeah, just want yeah. to be to say thank you very much for being here. And hope next time you'll be, you honor us again. 
<laughs> thank you. And no, thank you, everybody, for making it. It's always tight on time, but I um, just want to say thank you so much. Noja, Nyapiri, thanks. Especially because um, I had to pull her up from <laughs> taking care of the kids. But I just am grateful for honoring everything. Jillian, AJ, Yia, Samke. Thank you, thank you, thank you.